Rock and Roll American Football Podcast. Absolute Radio. And it's Jay Lawrence again on Rock and Roll American Football, all on his own. Some, uh, that's because Carter, uh, yet again, uh, is unfortunately unable to make the podcast uh, due to various reasons. So you just got me. Am I interesting enough to hold a podcast by myself? No. Did I ever say I was? I might have done at some point, but I don't remember. So let's just get say no. Uh, that said, though, I don't really care. And I'm still going to talk NFL, if you don't mind. And you're welcome to give me your opinions uh, at RNR American. Or you can always tweet me as well. Lawrence 91 So we're going to start in a way that... In fact, Carter will have so many opinions on this, actually. So it's a shame that he's not really here to talk about it. But... Um, unfortunately, it's just a conversation that you just can't get away from, not only in the NFL, but in the world right now. And I thought that we'd just, you know, I thought that we'd, we'd spoken enough about this over the last couple of years. And, you know, in this season, I thought we'd spoken enough about it. But no, we need to speak more about it. Uh, not counting today, because obviously it's Wednesday today. So not all of the data, not all of the announcements would have come out, but... There was at least 62 player COVID positive tests in the past two days. So what does that mean for actually playing? Well, you can probably guess, can't you? They are out until they give two negative tests. I believe that's exactly how it all works. So let's just uh, go through some of the players that are in NFL COVID protocols right now. As of uh, today, Wednesday, the 15th of December. So the Falcons have three players. Ravens got one. I'm just going to go through all of this. So many. The Bills have two. Christian McCaffrey for the Panthers is in uh, COVID protocols. Uh, the Chicago Bears currently have five. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals have one. The Cleveland Browns are, are in a you know unfortunate, sad uh bad position, whichever way you want to put it, put it, where they have literally enough players to to fill one side of a, a football field out with cutting COVID protocols. So that's 11 players plus the head coach and Kevin Stefanski as well. Those players include Jarvis Landry. They include uh, the tight end Austin Hooper. Uh, you've got uh, Tack McKinley, the defensive end, John Johnson, the safety, and the, the big one, as it were, Baker Mayfield, the quarterback as well. Cowboys have got one player. Texans, two. Colts, one. Chiefs, one. Chargers got two. Rams, again, they're in a, they've had to shut down their, uh, their facility because they've had so many players test positive. They also have 11 players testing positive right now or in COVID protocol uh, as well. Jalen Ramsey, the cornerback or the star cornerback. The, the, the wide receiver, Odell Beckham Jr., You've got AJ Jackson, the tackle, uh, Darrell Henderson, the running back, you know, Terrell Burgess, the defensive end, defensive back even. You've got so many different players. There's no point going through all of them. The Dolphins have got four. Vikings have got seven, including Daniel Hunter, Alexander Madison, D.D. Westbrook. Uh, the Patriots have got one. Giants, two. Jets, two. Eagles, four. Titans, two. Washington football team have got 12 players in COVID protocol right now. Um, this is a situation where I'm not quite sure how this is all going to play out, to be honest, because as it sounds, this is not going to get any better. Again, not just in the NFL, uh, but in the world as well, where it seems like there's going to be a lot more players that are going to be testing 
positive and therefore in COVID protocol. So vaccinated individuals who test positive and are asymptomatic are going to be isolated and contact tracing occur. This, these are the uh, COVID protocol for vaccinated players, according to the NFL. Uh, positive individual will be permitted to return to duty after two negative tests at least 24 hours apart. After that, they're going to be tested every week or as directed by the medical staff. Vaccinated individuals will not be subject to quarantine as a result of close contact with an infected person. Uh, we won't need to go into. I won't go into the unvaccinated vaccinated situation, but that of course does um, apply to lots of players. Now, what's this going to? What's this mean for the NFL? I'm not quite certain. If I'm completely frank and completely honest with you, it does mean that there's going to be a lot more players that are going to be in COVID protocol, which means as we head towards the playoffs, it's going to be even more unpredictable uh, as it is already. You know, as it looks at the NFL standings, this is a, an NFL season where you know, for all intents and purposes, it is actually quite exciting. Because there's no real team that is standing out uh, amongst you know each division, or if there is, there's only one or, or, or two, and it's still a huge battle for playoffs. Now, what does that mean when it comes to playoffs? It means that quite it is not beyond comprehension to think that a, a favorite, a Super Bowl favorite, could come down with a whole raft of players in COVID protocol, not able to play a game and therefore not be able to play to their best ability and, you know, who knows, go out in the wildcard round or divisional round or even the Super Bowl as well. You could have one, two, two evenly matched teams and suddenly one has got their quarterback out and it's a completely different game. And, you know, obviously the NFL is not the most important thing at the moment. The NFL is not the uh, the thing that everybody should be focusing on. It is uh, you know, the, the wider impacts for society, health, you know, economy, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, this is not a, a wider society podcast. It's an NFL podcast. So when it does boil down to the NFL, it is going to make things a lot more awkward. Maybe it will make things a lot more lopsided or maybe it will make things a lot more even. I think it's fair to say that I don't really know <laughs> how exactly it's going to go. Uh, here's one thing that I do want to talk about that is unrelated to covid um, is that for, somehow the Jacksonville Jaguars are considered favourites in a game right now? The Jacksonville Jaguars, whose offence is quite honestly the worst offence that I have ever seen. And I feel sorry for Trevor Lawrence as well, their rookie quarterback who was seen as his generational talent prior to the season. But he's having a little bit of a meltdown at the moment. Four picks against uh, the Tennessee Titans in that last game Urban Meyer I cannot imagine is going to be head coach of that team next season but they face the Houston Texans and maybe it's because it's a home game in Jacksonville but they are favorites at the moment the Houston Texans who are 2 and 11 as are the Jaguars the Texans who again are not a good team in any way and yet I cannot imagine the Jaguars winning this game it would be a bizarre situation, in my opinion, if they do. Something strange must happen. This offense has had 64 points since week eight. 64 points since week eight. We're going into like week 14. Is it week 15? I don't really care. Week 15. I don't really care. That is mad. 64 points. It's crazy. And, and do you know what? I can't see that getting any better. The fact that they are favorites in that game is is mad. On a serious note, though, if Urban Meyer is kept as their head coach at the Jaguars next season, 
and we are getting to that point now where we are talking about which head coaches are going to stay on and which head coaches uh, may uh, <clears throat> be a part of Black Monday and all of that and getting fired. Uh, if he is kept on next season, it will be because of his name and it will not be because of anything else. It will be because of his college football history and not because of anything that he has done for the Jacksonville Jaguars franchise. Maybe it's because of his contract. I actually don't know what his contract is off the top of my head uh, with the Jags. Shad Khan, the owner of the Jaguars, is going to have a, a difficult decision to make. I mean, it really should be an easy decision to make. It should be getting rid of Urban Meyer. But in the end, this is what you should look at, look at it as. It is either Urban Meyer or it's Trevor Lawrence. It's the head coach that hasn't done anything for your team. Or it's your quarterback that hasn't had the chance to do anything for your team. That is meant to be this incredible, incredible talent. And to me, that sounds like a pretty easy decision, don't you think? Oh, and I also want to, uh, I want to, I want to say thank you to uh, Jonathan Jones, uh, who works as a senior NFL reporter for CBS Sports, for just sharing this, which I think is uh, quite funny. You do come across these sort of things every now and again, but they still make me not laugh. Uh, He says, I was reminded last night of this handy fact sheet the NFL handed out of the 1995 NFL draft to help reporters understand what this whole internet thing was. So you can have a look at it. His Twitter handle is jjones9. uh, And he's just put this out, this, this, this sheet, and it is good. So basically it says, NFL Interactive, and it's got this big thing saying, Welcome to the internet. NFL sidelines, internet fact sheet. Uh, What is the internet? Approximately 30 million people in nearly 200 countries connected to the internet to send email, conduct business, transfer files, etc., etc. The World Wide Web, brackets www. is a rapidly expanding portion of the internet. Um, Where is it? Where's my favourite bit that that I read? Here we go. Why is the internet important? The internet is a social phenomena with enormous future implications for personal and business communications. Literally for pennies, a user can send an email message to tens of thousands of people. No other medium comes close. Accessing computer information on a server in London is as easy as connecting to one in New York. I mean, I know I'm joking. I'm I'm jesting. I just think it's funny to look back on these sorts of things. But it it is true. I mean, they aren't lying. None of this, none of this stuff is lying. It is still, fu- it's still funny. It is still funny. In like twenty years time, or like thirty years time, people are going to come back and uh, uh, and read us talking about TikTok in that way. When TikTok buys Facebook, when Mark Zuckerberg is is no longer around, and I don't know who owns TikTok, Mister and Mrs. TikTok are now thinking of running for president or something like that. And let's just finish with something funny. Shall we? I mean, we don't. We're not a college football podcast. I'm not going to proclaim to know everything about college football. I, I don't really watch too much of it, mainly because it's on at awkward times in the UK. Sometimes I get to watch a game, you know, on a Saturday afternoon or something like that. But a lot of the time, it's like, yeah, you know, Alabama LSU, two a.m. on a Sunday, Saturday night, Sunday morning. I'm like, oh, nah, no, I'm not going to watch that live. Uh, Heisman finalist Bryce Young. The uh, Alabama quarterback has said that his first Heisman Trophy winner that he remembers watching was Baylor quarterback Robert Griffin III in 2011, uh, which means that he was 10 years old because he was born in 2001. I tell you what, I'm, I don't even consider myself that old. I'm 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 older than a, than a lot of NFL players, but I'm younger than a lot of NFL players. But that is that is crazy to think that RG3, the 
a behemoth that was RG3 for like one or two seasons is the first Heisman finalist that Bryce Young <laughs> remembers. He's going to get into the league. He's going to get into the league and there will be Heisman winners prior to him even remembering, you know, watching them or anything like that. That is crazy. Um, if that doesn't make you feel old, not sure what does. Thank you very much for listening. Apologies, it's just me today. Uh, maybe there'll be somebody else with me next week. I hope I hope that there is uh, any comments at R&R American or you can just get in touch with me at jlawrence91. Cheers. The Rock and Roll American Football Podcast. Absolute Radio.